And welcome back to the Quarter Three Podcast. This is episode number 56. And I am your host, Spencer Breedlove, and I get to do this podcast with my amazing wife, Lisa. That's me. Who is on spring break this week. Yes. And we are coming at you maybe a little bit later than normal because she has been up in Greenville this week seeing Mm -hmm. some family, just got back in. And now we're able to... We just moved recording a day. Yeah, we just moved it a day. It's all right, though. Mm -hmm. So on our podcast, our goal is to inform your mind, inspire your heart, and ignite your joy. We're going to talk about things that will either make you think, Mm -hmm. laugh, or cry, or Mm -hmm. all three. Maybe. So we are going to talk about our struggles. We're going to talk about our pain points. We're going to talk about our joys. We are going to talk about life and marriage and how you can remain strong through some very difficult times in your own lives. So wherever you are today, we encourage you to join in the conversation by sharing this podcast on your socials or with your friends and your families by text message. Send them the link. Let them join in, listen in to... uh, our podcast and the things that we get to talk about. So to kick us off on our podcast tonight, Lisa has our quarter three question of the day. Okay. And you'll see the theme quickly evolving. It is Easter week. And and you kind of made fun of me one time recently for posing a question that I was just pondering and I didn't have an answer for it. So this time I have an answer. I have you done all, you my always studies. Have an okay, I have my statistics. So here's your question. Mm-hmm. Americans, we're just talking about this grand old country that we live in. Okay. Okay. Consume an average of how many eggs a year? Do you think? Now, these statistics are last year. We're talking about like real eggs. We're not talking about like... Eggs. We're talking about real eggs. From a chicken. From a chicken. Yes. Wow. Well... Americans... The demand... Consume an average, so... The demand has gone up, which means the price has gone up, even with the cost of inflation. Oh, yes, the price has gone up. And... But I'm not asking you about, on average... Each American consumes how many eggs a year? A year. So, so first of all, do you know how many days are in a year? 365 days. There you go. Okay. And we have leap year in there every four years. Okay. Per year, what is an American's average that they consume? I am going to say that the average American will consume... Mm, Just throw a number out. I'm going to say that the average American, let me think here. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 14,000 eggs a year. A person? What are you? The average person. This is terrible math, Spencer. Okay. Do you know how many they'd have to eat a day for that? Honey. You in a year, uh-huh. how many do you eat? You just said fourteen thousand. Well, maybe not. That 14, doesn't 000. even make any sense, Spencer. Maybe Compute not fourteen thousand. Well, fourteen thousand divided by three hundred sixty-five. 
Yeah, I mean, you'd have to eat a day? 14. That's ridiculous. Okay, I'm not asking 14, you the questions anymore because you're not even about anywhere about in the planet system. That'd be oh yeah, that's not good. You're not that even would be in 30, the planet. <laughs> that would be 38 system. eggs a day. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> and this Let's is not it. counting oh. it like it was cooked in Grandma's cake. This is an egg that you eat. I'm gonna say that the all right. So oh let me, my right, goodness, hold on. Stop, people. stop, stop, stop. Look, I'm gonna say that the average person. You weren't good at those guesstimate no, jars, 14, were you? I'm going to say it was like 1,500. <laughs> That's real. More like 1,500. No, you're still not if thinking logically. Divide that by 365. No. That's four eggs and a day. No, that's ridiculous. Nobody eats four eggs a day. Why not? Honey, on average. I mean, no, that's ridiculous. All right, on average. Okay, just never mind. I'm not you're asking the you the question. the question. Okay. On average, an American will eat 285 eggs a year. So not quite one a day. That's normal. <laughs> I don't know where you were. I'm thinking yeah, about America. No, you were not. In the fattest no. country. Whatever. Most okay. obese. So to do that. Four that eggs keep, sounds normal. Listen, to do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where is this going? It keeps... What? That's a lot of chickens. That's that's where I was going with. Hold on, that. how many yeah. people live in a, in the, in the United States? I know. There again, you would have to know per capita. Yeah, never mind, Spencer. Okay, that keeps three hundred million hens busy day and night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, laying those eggs. I'm not going to be so in that. So Americans house. can consume two hundred and eighty-five eggs. A year, yeah. That's a wow. lot of that's a lot yeah. of manufacturing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a lot. I know, I know. That's why it's such a big business. And and so and I was also doing some other fun facts about eggs. <clears throat> they say that the white and the yellow have the same amount of protein. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you know where the word yolk comes from? Nope. Old English, it means yellow. So you have egg whites and egg yellow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's... Yeah, it makes sense, right? Well, sort of. Yeah, it does. To an Englishman. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. But I didn't know yolk mean, meant, meant yellow. Yeah, it does. That's pretty cool. Okay, before you, before I get into more... Yeah, do you have any other eggs? questions? Well, I had a a, like a joke. Oh, what's your joke? I have a joke of the day, and I'm going to give the shout out to my friends, the Werner boys, uh-huh. Andrew and Noah. Okay. And we spent some time, maybe a couple of weeks ago or last week, I can't remember exactly when, recently, and we were in the parking lot walking together, and they just gave me some great jokes. I can't remember all of them, but I remember one. That kind of fits with today. So, thanks to Andrew and Noah, made me laugh. You ready? Yep. What is a chicken's favorite pie? Hmm. I don't know. What is it? That's a good joke. Oh, my gosh. That That's a good joke. Crack me up. Uh, but no. Shh. 
<laughs> okay. All right. You want me to keep going? Well, yeah. Keep going. I mean, not with jokes, but... Oh. Okay, so if people haven't figured it out, yes, we have an egg theme. And do you know some of the history of, like, eggs and symbolism and then egg hunt? So... So Do we are you know talking this? about the evolution of egg hunts. Is this what, is this what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh boy, this yeah. is gonna get really, really spirited. <laughs> uh, I know where this is going. Well, first of all, there is a lot of symbolism with eggs. I mean, you've got to know some of it. I do. Well, sure. Like, like, what do you think an egg could symbolize? Oh boy, I'm gonna get in trouble here again. Spring, newness, new life. Oh. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. New birth. I'm tracking. Okay. So even. I thought it was going to be like a tomb or something. Cultures and And you were getting spiritual. We're going to have resurrection eggs or something. No, but but seriously, yes. Shell. Okay. Tomb. Something comes out, okay? Jesus is resurrected. It was. It was a lot of symbolism, okay? Okay. Um, through many, many of the cultures. And in the medieval period, okay, they did not eat eggs during Lent. That's stupid. Right? So for that 40-day period, that? you don't eat an egg. But then at the end, which would be... Easter Sunday uh-huh. celebration, eggs are brought back in and a sign of newness and wholeness. Oh. Okay. Yes. Very okay. interesting. The shape of the egg. Okay. All right. Um, then it is even proposed that, mm, yes, Martin Luther himself, the Protestant reformer, all right, organized Egg hunts for no, his congregation. Yes, he did not. The men, I did research on this. I've read several things about it. the men would hide eggs, okay, and the women and the children would be the ones to go out and and find them. And it was a nod to the story of resurrection and new life on Easter. Wow! If yeah. Martin Luther only knew what egg hunts have turned oh, into, oh, he would, he would roll be over rolling over in his grave. grave. He would. God bless him. He would. So that's a little bit of the history. And yeah, like you alluded to, I think we've come a long way from that. Oh, we are. And keeping it focused on new life. We're a long long way from that. A long way. I think egg hunts. From the Reformation. I think egg hunts cause more death than they cause life. I I think egg hunts need to be reformed. (laughs) (laughs) They need some reformation. You agree with me. You know you do. Okay. So we have quite a history with egg hunts over the years in ministry. What? That would be the new Reformed Baptist. Is that what that would that be? I, I don't know. We just egg hunts need reforming. I don't know. Then we could have the Reformed Egg Hunt. Reformed Egg Hunt. I, I don't know. Everywhere we go, we see signs. Yes. Community egg hunt, egg hunt, yes. egg hunt, egg hunt, egg hunt. I'm like, there's a lot and, of lost eggs out here. Yeah. And I wonder how much money these people make on eggs. Like the plastic ones? Yes. I don't know. Our school, we had every kid had to take 24. 
And why did they have to take twenty four? Two dozen was just the number, huh? If you bring twenty four, you can find twenty four. Although some of them didn't, some of them didn't find quite twenty four. But look, I guess we'll get there in a minute. You said the money for the eggs, but remember, you have to put something inside the egg. Yeah, who does that? Everybody does it. You got to put something. Okay, a candy. a coin, a toy. All right. So, did I interrupt on the whole Martin Luther thing? No, I was finished with that. I just wanted you to have a little bit of history that I think when it started, it truly was, you know, it was, they were trying to find a fun way maybe to get kids involved. Okay. All right. And it was still a nod to resurrection, to. An empty tomb, new life, yes, in Christ. But it's a long way from that now. And I personally think egg hunts. Eggs, 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 hunts can really bring out the worst in people. Oh, they bring out the absolute worst in people. We've seen some of that. They bring out the worst in pastors. (laughs) They bring out the worst in church leaders. They bring Uh, egg hunts. And look, people. Temper yourself. If, if if you love egg hunts, yay for you. <laughs> you go and just you hunt your eggs until oh, your you heart is content. <laughs> but for just a minute, if you're listening to this podcast, just know that we have an allergic reaction <laughs> to egg hunts. Uh, we, now, now, now. Here's the thing, though. I love. I think back when our kids were little and we had our small group, just our tight Sunday school small group of six to eight families. And we all had one or two little babies, toddlers, and we would have our Easter luncheon together that was sweet to sit around the table. Mm -hmm. And we would let the little kids do an egg hunt. No, we're kind of talking about those grand, (laughs) those, the ones on the larger scale, like, Helicopters, Helicopters. Here, let's do it. We're going to do an egg drop, and then we're going to do an egg hunt. That actually is dangerous. Oh, yeah. Dropping You're from dropping. that height down to, yeah. So you actually with, have to drop them without people being on the field. And then, yeah. you'll let and then them there's go. a lot of logistics because then they bust open, and then, yeah, where are you? It's more like a helicopter pinata that just explodes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Without anybody picture. beating it with a stick. That's, that's a great picture. It's a helicopter pinata of eggs just poof, all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Eggs flying all over the place yeah. because of the but, thousand but here's mile an the hour thing, though. Propellers. I can remember like doing this with my dad's company, and it was in this giant field, and they would let the grass kind of grow up so it wasn't just, you know, a mowed. Yeah. field yeah. and eggs are just laying they would let the stuff grow up and brush and you know stuff to actually hide the eggs under a little bit yeah that was the way the egg but, hunts are supposed to be when i grow when, yeah they were up, actually you were actually hunting you were hunting eggs mom i mean we would do egg hunts around our house mm-hmm. this time of year obviously mm-hmm. 
And egg hunts would be in the bushes. They would be behind trees. They would be in. Oh, the eggs would actually be in places you might not be able to reach some of them. Yeah. The bigger kids would have to get them or. Right. Yeah. Oh, Lord yeah. forbid if you have a bigger kid. Oh, but that, now, no. If a younger kid can't No, we have to it, rope oh, it off. Everything's got to be roped <laughs> off and it's got to be fair, yes. but, equitable. But here's the thing, though. it To me, it just breeds this, this um, innate human nature that's that's greedy or wants to win like if there's a golden egg it just it just breeds and feeds that so mentality so let's talk about some yeah. of this oh for okay. just a minute okay so in my experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of church ministry in 30 years of doing Church work Mm -hmm. and being on staff at Mm -hmm. churches and being around churches. I've heard this reason that we're going to do these egg hunts and it's going to be an outreach. To reach the community. It's going to be an outreach to reach the community. Yeah. And the question I have is how many people do I know or do you know or do you anybody, does anybody know that has come to a church simply because of an egg hunt? Oh no! They might come no. that event. You mean I'm talking about like come, come and plug and, in, and they've got and join and the they fellowship. came to know Jesus at yeah. an egg hunt. Okay, uh, I don't know about that. I've never spoken to anyone. Have you? No. Yeah, I never have either. We've been a part of a no. lot of egg hunts, and and churches spend an enormous amount. Yeah. Of, of their budget and energy volunteers these, yes this is easter yeah. weekend people give your people a break or let's do something better than that do hunts. your but, own yeah. egg hunts right yeah. at home encourage with your that families. For, yeah for for family bonding and for yes. and that's that's my point you get you get out there in these fields sometimes and you just and even even parents can kind of feed that because it's you you kind of do want your kid to have more than five eggs in their basket. Like, what's wrong with my kid? Right. So it's kind of like, go, 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 pick that one up. Go, go, go. Or we help them get some eggs. Don't you want this one? And it's like, really? What are we doing? Like, who cares if you have one egg in your basket? Like, get one egg and have fun. I remember fun. one experience. It was, a, it was one of those helicopter drops. Yeah. That. We were part of a church, and I can remember uh-huh. that one of our one of our volunteers came up to me and almost like in tears. Yeah, that some lady because her kid uh-huh. didn't get an egg because oh. everybody was rushing, rushing and yes. getting all the eggs. Yes, one lady came over and cussed out the volunteer one of our volunteers. Yeah. Cussed her out. At a, at a egg hunt, at a, a egg church hunt. egg hunt. At a church egg I, hunt. I know. That's what I'm saying. It brings out, it just escalates. And like awful. kids, like I watch them, they scoop them. Like they just pretend like they're this Hoover vacuum cleaner trying to suck up as many eggs as they can. Or that to me, this is even worse. And I even saw this at our school. I'm like, oh, y'all, come on. Like the kids would open the egg. And these are kids old enough. Yeah. Like, to know to do this right and they don't like the thing inside it mm-hmm. it's not 
big enough. It's not good enough. It's not nice enough. It's not the favorite candy. Right. And they just throw it back on the ground. Oh. <laughs> Instead of thinking, oh, I've got an egg. Yay. Oh, it has a starburst in it or whatever. Maybe I'll give it to my brother or whatever. You know, I found an egg. No, it's I got to have the biggest, the best. So-and-so had this, and, you know, and afterwards they're opening them up. Oh, why did you get that? I didn't get that. And then they want to trade, but then that, oh, that never goes good. Uh, because never, that, That's not a good idea. Somehow somebody says they tricked me into trading, and then they're crying, and they want their other thing back. But the other person says, no, you traded. I'm not giving back. No givebacks. So what oh, about... It's so bad. what about making egg hunts fair and equitable that the kids all have to get the like the same opportunity to um, find the same number of eggs? Yeah. Yeah, that's where we are now. So yeah. why can't we use egg hunts to teach kids a lesson? Like <laughs> like survival of the fittest? Yeah, like <laughs> like Listen, if you didn't, hey Johnny, if you only go got, after it, if you only got five, that ain't my fault. Well, if I work got harder, 20, right? It's your, a, right. We could be teaching them, like preparing them for adulthood, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Early bird gets the worm, and you got to work hard. Get you got to go after it. You get after it. <laughs> get after it. Don't just sit there whining and crying to your mama. Oh, maybe you here's the thing. Maybe you should have like. Corporate egg hunts. Corporate egg hunts? Yeah, like with businesses. Uh-huh. Why that? See who rises to the top. Oh. So, I don't know. So the egg hunts maybe could be a, recruit, teach... a recruiting... Like a... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it could... I don't teach like your adults. Test. Like a teach test. your adults. They have to work. Let's, let's Everybody see. doesn't get let's see 12 be, eggs. Let's see you got to go, go get, get your it. eggs. Yeah. I don't know. And then you got to protect your eggs. Otherwise, yeah, you steals yeah. them out of your basket. That's right. Then you got to protect them. <laughs> That's right. Oh, boy. I hope we didn't hurt anybody's feelings about it. Yeah, we probably eggs. did, but it's probably those people that are like. We're going to get canceled. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. You can go ahead and cancel us if you want to. <laughs> we ain't worried. We it's ain't, all right. It was worried. just our opinion. It was the opinions of the podcaster yes absolutely Our and opinions. we will still participate in some egg hunts i'm sure uh, i'm not we still we don't have any little ones but maybe one day we would have grandkids you need to not say that okay but i will do on a grand scale here. of yeah helicopter we're, we're not I will do an egg hunt here involved in that anymore but the right in hunt, our home we that's will have good. the egg hunt mm -hmm. here and it will be fun and you know i really love something that i did with my class for several years and it wasn't necessarily the resurrection i, I love those and i know a lot of um teachers especially at our school and uh, maybe those in sunday school or teaching children at church um use the resurrection eggs and those are great and this was kind of a take off of that i actually hid eggs and they had scripture on a piece of paper so this had to be older children and i don't remember exactly maybe it was one to 24 and they needed to go find all of the numbers and they would read the scripture and then open the egg and there would be a representation that matched the scripture. So um, I remember I put like 
thorns when they got to that part, and it took them through the Easter story. I put a piece of purple cloth. Now, that's meaningful. It is. And they love that, to to read the scripture. And it, you know, it took them all the way from like the garden all the way to the resurrection. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's meaningful. And it was neat for me to do it and to think of these symbols or these items that could go, you know, in there. And obviously the last egg is empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yes, cool. It that was be. fun. That's a fun way to do an egg hunt. Mm-hmm. And well, nobody's like fighting over anything. It man. keeps it centered on Christ. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, that was a good way to end that yeah. little convers- that little narrative. All right. On egg hunts. All right. I'm interested to hear what people have to say. Yeah. It'll be interesting if we get some comments. <laughs> hey, we can take it. You can. Yeah. Our five-star review Let may go know. to like three or Uh-oh. two. Uh-oh. We'll be a big goose egg. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, I don't know. I get on a theme and then I'm like, yeah. Okay. All right. But we have more. We were not just talking about egg cuts oh, tonight. No. <laughs> that was just the tip of that the iceberg. That was just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> we got more. Yeah. We got more cray We got cray. some good stuff. We got some more cray cray going. Yes, but a story to tell, definitely. Yeah. All right, you are want you, to start it off? Are you going to tell the story or me? No, I've been talking a lot. You go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> Saturday morning. Yes. April 1st. Which, by the way. Was April Fool's Day. Yeah, it was April Fool's Day, but I celebrated my 10th anniversary. That's right. With on FCA April. on April the 1st. Yay. That's the longest that I've ever been employed with one, with one uh-huh. particular organization. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And That's really cool. What a... That's a good milestone, it's honey. Been a, it's been a joyful... Yes, it has. Joyful experience. It's a great organization. A lot of, mm-hmm. lot of great lessons learned. Leadership lessons mm-hmm. learned, people getting to, getting to know people. Oh yeah, the family of FCA oh, my is gosh, it's amazing incredible. to us. Mm-hmm. It really Support is incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, congrats. So speaking, yeah, thanks. So anyway, here's to ten years. Yay! Good stuff. But speaking of leadership, yes, April the first. Let's. What go happened on Saturday? Well, I had a doctor's appointment. Uh huh. Well. I had the doctor's appointment because my doctor had to reschedule and he was wanting to reschedule the people that he had to cancel on the weekends or else we were looking at sit another six months or so before we could get an appointment. So he scheduled us for a Saturday morning. I'm thinking I'm probably going to have blood work. So I have nothing to eat. You, Yeah, you were I'm trying hungry. to be careful. So the appointment's at 945. And I didn't eat because I was going to go with you. You slept so. in. Because I, I slept late, yeah. Yeah, you slept in. <laughs> And I'm hungry. I, I want something to eat. And you were like, well, let's go to Waffle House. So we go to Waffle House. We go to a Waffle House that's normally. And this is like. We go to a Waffle House. 45. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we go to a Waffle House. Isn't that our- in the Athens area. Yes. That is normally like really a good it is. Waffle House. We've, like you, we've let that place dependable. be our... Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. very dependable. Yes. Um, you know, some Waffle House you go to... I've been to some Waffle House where they've like, we ain't serving yeah, you. Yeah. Right. Rejected. I told you that recently. Yeah. That was during football season. Yeah, but, it was. But this um, is a good one. This is we've a good been one. here a lot. This is a good one. 
we go here at Christmas, mm-hmm. you know. We have. Um, so we get in there to this Waffle House, and uh-huh. people are waiting on seats and this sort of thing. Like, it's full. It's full. It's full. And we get there, and the uh, the, the bar area opens up. So there's two seats that two become the a- available, and the, lady, the lady's like, hey, if you need to go ahead and sit down and be served – Go ahead, and you can sit here at the at the bar area and, and not wait and not on, have a to wait on a table. Yeah. I said, like, "Okay, that sounds good." So we mm-hmm. did, yeah. and we had a front row seat oh, to watch it to go down. To watch it go down, <laughs> and it went down. Uh, it. I said we were getting breakfast in a show. Oh my! I was heavens. like, "Woo, we're getting entertainment." I have in all my life, I don't think I've ever seen that much dis- that much dysfunction at a Waffle House. No, but it has a good ending. Yes, it does have a good ending. Yes. but it was awesome. Yeah, for a to minute watch. there, it was a little awkward. Oh, it was very. It was awkward. like uh, they were yelling, we're, and I we're sitting actually, right there, kind of, kind of in their space. I mean, these are these are employees. Yes, you yes. know. So you've got the cook line. You've got. Waitresses and servers. Yes. You have your little hostess back here that was completely out of her element and knowing what to do. And yeah. Uh, Like two cooks. It was a little awkward for a minute as we're just sitting there. Maybe three cooks going on. And our waitress was great as she came over to us you know how they come and lay the napkin and they put your silverware as soon as you sit down and what was it that she, she said? said she leaned up and she said i'm i just want to be completely honest with y'all um we're having a little trouble and it's probably gonna be a while before you get your food and we said it's okay we're not in a rush it's all right yep I don't think at that point we really had the full scope of what all was going on. Um, they but, could not find their way out of a wet paper bag. No, there were like, there were six plates lined up, you know, where they... Yes. And they had half of the food on them that's just sitting there getting cold. Mm-hmm. And they're waiting for the other half to be cooked, but the cooks are arguing. <laughs> And then one of the little waitresses, she gets told to get over there and do some dishes because they don't have any dishes. It just was, whoo, it was a train wreck. It was definitely a train wreck. But. Christy. Yes. Yes. Christy saved the day. She was awesome. She was fantastic. She, she like. I mean, she stepped up Uh big time. Uh And as we watched this, you know, even while we were sitting there, you and I were like, this is leadership right here in front of us. We're watching it. Yeah. In a, I mean, yeah, in a Waffle House. We were like, there's some lessons in this. And we just tried to pay attention and... Um. Yeah. Well, I think as I I know you've got some things that some leadership lessons that you want to point out, but let let me put it this way: failure is going to happen in any organization, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in any marriage, in any relationships. Failure is not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. 
and you have to you have to have composure in the failure and what we've coached in FCA is when you fail, fail forward. Mm. Fail, fail forward. Don't be afraid of it. Learn from it. Grow from it. Failure is hard, but you learn from it. You coach through it. You don't condemn for failure because every one of us has has and will experience failure. So this was a major this was a this was a failure uh on mm-hmm. the part of the team there. But oh well customers were getting very angry. There were some that were getting angry. Um and being quite vocal uh-huh. and maybe even rude to some of the servers and staff. Um the workers were arguing with each other. Uh-huh. Uh people were you know, walking out because it was too full. There was nowhere to even sit down and wait yep. if you put your name on a list. Um, so what did, what was it that you saw? What yes. were some of the leadership okay. lessons? So the first thing I noticed when Christy stepped in, the very first thing I saw her do was what I would say is model. And she kind of got over right uh, among all the staff. Mm -hmm. And she said, guys, we got to pull this together. So she said, we, she's including herself. She said, we have to pull this together or we have to go shut the door and lock the door and not take anybody else in because this is not what we're about. This is not fair to the people coming in. And she took gloves out. And put the gloves on herself to begin working the line and doing all the things that the others needed to do as Mm -hmm. well. But she, as a team leader, manager, whatever they call them, she was modeling. This is what we got to do. Put your gloves on, roll your sleeves up, and let's get to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And I love that. Yeah, it was a... All right, people, we got to embrace the suck moment. Yeah. And yeah, we're going to get through this. We're just going to keep walking. Yeah. And she did. She modeled. She did. She modeled it. She um, kind of took the helm of the ship, if you want to say, you know, and she said, we got to right the ship. <laughs> yeah. And this is what I need you to do. And so then she began to coach them and she began to be very specific Okay, you call the orders. I want you to call three orders. And then she would say, now next it's your turn and you're going to call your orders because they were backed up. I mean, these waitresses hadn't even called their orders in that they had taken orders from people already sitting at the tables. They just had their notebook and hadn't called anything to the cooks because they couldn't get it together on the cook line and they didn't have any dishes. So then so then she put another girl get over there and get some dishes cleaned. And she just coached her team up, you know, all right, we're getting rid of this. Get rid of all this stuff. We're starting over. Lay your plates out. Put your toast in the toaster. Get your bacon started. Like she just. Everything. Yeah. And she was helping. Yep. Again. So she continued to stay engaged herself, modeling what they're supposed to be doing and coaching them up. She modeled everything. Mm Mm-hmm. 
from mm-hmm. washing the dishes yes. to plating. She did. she did. To putting food on a plate. Yep. And she did it all. She did. Then you she know. came over and ran the register. And and a and a leader's job <laughs> a leader's job is not to do the work, it's to make sure the work gets done. And that's exactly what she did. Yes. She didn't just stay on the yes. line and do the work herself and say, All right, y'all get done and you know, y'all go on out here. I'm gonna just do this myself and I'm gonna take over mm-hmm. and just do it all myself. No. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the right people in the right in those places. Yes. And you gotta have the right leader that says, All right, we're not doing a great job here. Let me show you how to do it and then I'm gonna turn it over to you and you're gonna And do I'm gonna it. watch you do it because you can do this. Yeah. Yep. She said, we can do this. Right. So she modeled, she coached, and then I think very closely with the coaching goes the encouragement piece. Mm-hmm. And it looked different for different people. You, <laughs> you noticed did. you noticed that one of the girls was struggling. Well, there was maybe a, a horse. She was a little horse with her voice. One of the one of the waitresses mm-hmm. uh was obviously dealing with some something going on with her her voice mm-hmm. and her throat, mm-hmm. and it was her turn to call. Yes, she was put in the queue, and she was supposed to call her orders. And I can remember her name was Christy. Yeah, who she said she paused right before that girl was supposed to call her orders. She uh-huh. said, "Do you want me to call that for you because I know you're struggling with your voice?" Uh huh. Uh-huh. And that's a leader, a leader. Uh, the best leaders are self-aware leaders. And she yeah. knew she was self-aware enough to know, hey, I can call this order. Uh-huh. And this girl's, you know, having trouble calling the order. So mm-hmm. let me see if I can help her out mm-hmm. on this. So she wasn't afraid to step in no. and serve her, uh, serve the person that she was supervising yeah well it was an encouragement to them and then i heard her many times say okay we're good okay this is good you know again just cheering them along as you said she turned it back over to them and they were getting it but there was one guy on the cook line oh he was getting and he was getting very frustrated from being backed up and the waitresses maybe were jawing at him a little bit. And he, I know he heard the customers and saw the line and her encouragement to him was in a different form. To, she said, you need to cool off. You need to go, go step, take a break, go take a break, step away. Mm-hmm. And he left. He did. He said, she said, step away. And he turned and went. He did. He, did. he, he was at, for a good 10 minutes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He had to go but, cool off. But that she again, she was aware that that's what he needed. He was getting escalated in the moment, you know, with his emotions, and I'm sure he felt pressure. And so her encouragement was, "Take a step back. You know, we got this. You know, that would." And be. he came right back into it. And what did you notice when he came back? He was a lot. He had a lot better attitude, and he was a lot. Oh. He was a lot lighter. Yes, of, there was laughter, and and by then they've they've got it going. They've yeah. served their people. They're back on that routine of you. The next waitress calls her order, and they're getting it done. And somebody's dropping waffles, and somebody's washing dishes, and they're smiling. Mm-hmm. They're back laughing with each other, and it's rocking and rolling in a rhythm now. That would be a lot of pressure to be a cook. Oh, it and would. And you got for all me. them people. 
Yes. In there. And I think that's what started it. He was reaching up and there were no plates. Yeah. And then he went and got that stack right in front of us and like slammed the plates yeah. down. And that's when I think she was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. You know, he's about to. <laughs> he about lost it. Yeah. But, but just her leadership to me was phenomenal to watch. It, it, was, it was pretty cool. The best thing to me. Was we were talking to her and we were trying to encourage her in her leadership. And what did she lean on the counter and say? Um, she goes, I'm just a server. Mm-hmm. I said, no, you're a leader. Mm-hmm. I said, leaders serve, but you're but the that's leader. That's what they do. Yeah. And I just, I thought, I mean, that's Jesus servant leadership, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm just Whether she realized it or not, right? But yeah, that's good. She knew that uh, the customers depended on them. Yes, and that they depended on each other. Mm-hmm. And she was not failure was not going to be an option. No, she said not on my watch. <laughs> I mean, it was, or she was going to shut the door. They were going to. Mm-hmm. They were going to fix that, mm-hmm. and they did. They did. Waffle House. Waffle House needs to give that lady a, like... She needs a raise. Yeah. They need to use her for training their yes, people. Yes, absolutely. She was she was really good. She was and really that good. made our... I mean, that made my day. That was oh, just... Yeah. And it didn't hurt us that we waited a little bit on some food or... I mean... And I will say this. I will say this. If you are ever in a situation where you see that, make sure... Make sure that you reward that manager mm-hmm. with a tip. Yes. Yes. Not just on your receipt. Not just when you fill out your, you know, your credit card slip. Yeah, go ahead and tip your waitress. For the, sure, for your direct server. But had it not been for yeah. her, we'd have probably still been sitting there. And that's just it. The 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 leader helps those individual servers and waiters and waitresses. And it's good yeah. to recognize those leaders. It is. And and call it out, you know, in them and and speak um be generous speak to speak encouragement to them as they lead as you see people out in places leading well. Leading with passion and conviction and yeah. But I think that what we saw on mm-hmm. that Saturday mm-hmm. it applies in our marriage, it applies in mm-hmm. our child rearing, it applies in whatever we do from teaching to business to ministry. We need to model, we need to be able to coach, we need to encourage, and we need to serve. Mm-hmm. True. Those are those are four critical functions of of a leader, and. And those are four critical functions of a parent mm-hmm. and a and a husband. I would agree. And, and a and a wife, model, coach, encourage, and serve. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to put the gloves on, not to fight, but to serve. <laughs> yeah. So join in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's good. That was huh? a good. That was a good lesson. It was from Waffle House. From Waffle House, and yeah. we got more than plus. A, it's a good place to eat. Yeah, we got me. more than an all star. <laughs> Uh, breakfast we weren't sure how it was gonna go at first but hey 
It did end up being good. You got any final thoughts? I don't. No? I'm all out. You all out? No, you're not. <laughs> you, you've got some other thoughts up in that head. No, I'm all out. Okay. Well, we do hope that this was an encouragement to you as we picked on our little egg hunters. And we talked about leadership lessons from Waffle House. And we hope that you will take those lessons and we hope that you'll apply them and yes. let them be useful in your marriage, in your business, in your ministry, wherever it is that you are in this life. And just know that we love you. We're grateful for you. Thank you for all of your encouragement, for leaving us a review. If you get a moment to do so, thank you for that. And uh, thank you for uh, just the encouragement uh, that it is to be able to serve you in this capacity. Yes. And if all of this talk made you hungry, you can get eggs and waffles out. Wahoo! (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to end on that note. And remember. And remember that two two are better better than than one. one, And a cord of three strands strands is not easily broken. broken.